and welcome to our podcast, Within the Mist, the hidden place where we walk into the dark and clouded unknown. I am your host, Gary, to tell you about cryptids, ghosts, and other mysteries. Today, Goldie Ann joins us <laughs> as the host and my beautiful wife. Hello, Goldie Ann. Hi, Gary. How are you today? I'm good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Anything new going on with you? Um... No, not really. I don't I don't think. You mean for this upcoming week you don't have anything special? Well, I have our anniversary coming up. Oh, good. I mean, you have that too. I definitely do. Uh just so everyone knows, this episode comes out on Monday and our anniversary is actually on Halloween. So, uh this year is kind of going to be a very chill and relaxed one because this being in the middle of the week, but I want to make sure that I announce to everyone Happy anniversary, babe. Oh, happy anniversary, babe. So, Goldie Ann, in keeping with our anniversary, uh -oh. do you know how you let a deer know you like her? Mm, sounds like I should be able to know this. Know how? You fawn all over her. There. Perfect. I tied it into the show and to our anniversary. I rock. Oh, uh, yeah. Rock my world. Ooh, even better. But first, a word from our sponsor. Welcome back. Today's story involves creatures that appear one way, but then change into something unnatural and terrifying the next. These events may be upsetting to some of our listeners. We are storytellers to tell you about cryptids, ghosts, and other mysteries. We don't intend to scare you on purpose. Well, <laughs> maybe just a little. Listener discretion is always advised. And with that, we want to talk about not deer which are a fairly recent creature amongst the lists of cryptids. So much of the lore and stories about them are only found on the internet forums and sources like Reddit. Sources like Reddit? Yes. Is that really a source? Uh, you can get information on there. You just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Okay. And using that salt, we begin. A stroll through the woods is a pleasant reprieve from the hustle and bustle of modern life. Nature is all around us, and many take the beauty and peace of a walk in the woods for granted. A peaceful woodland scene is made up of many components. In some cases, the trees, bushes, wildflowers, and ferns are all part of the backdrop. But of all the elements that make up a woodland scene, few are as beautiful and majestic as the woodland deer. The woodland deer is a sight to behold. Its graceful movements, its alert posture, and its seemingly effortless gait all contribute to the serenity. The deer's deep brown eyes are often filled with curiosity, as if it is just as awestruck by its environment as we are. Its delicate yet strong frame is accented by the vibrant orange and white fur giving it this majestic look. Its presence is often the reminder that beauty is in nature. 
The sight of a woodland deer nibbling on grass by the side of the road as we drive past is a timeless reminder that nature is all around us and that we should take time to appreciate it. Take time to smell the roses? Or at least smell the clover. But, Goldie Ann, what about when the woods are dark and gloomily quiet at night? The only sound you hear is the soft crunch of leaves beneath your feet as you tread through the dense foliage. The trees around you are tall and twisted in the moonlight. Their trunks gnarled and knotted in a way that makes them appear like ancient sentinels guarding a forgotten realm. Your path is narrow and winding, and the darkness is so deep they would swallow any light that dared to try and penetrate it. It is at this moment that you notice a movement in the trees ahead of you. At first, it seems like nothing more than a deer, its pale white fur illuminating in the moonlight. But this is no ordinary animal. Its limbs are wrong. Its proportions are all off. You seem very judgmental over there. Well, watching this nightmarish creature would do that. The creature appears to be waiting for something. What is this creature? And why does it look so strange, so out of the place in the woodlands? Join us today as we enter the forest within the mists of the Appalachian Mountains to discover the Not Deer. Not dear. It is a very interesting name. Chapter 1 The Motorcycle Ride. Using his road name, Grizz, he posted on his social media and Reddit about an encounter with a strange and surreal creature on his social media during a motorbike ride. For five years, Grizz has called Waynesboro, Virginia home. The entrance to the Blue Ridge Parkway was only a few miles away from him, and the start of the Skyline Drive was even closer. Biking along its winding road became a routine for him, particularly in the morning, when the rising sun glinted off the undulating ridges and valleys. He had purchased an annual subscription to access the drive as often as he wanted. However, he never got too adventurous never motorcycling past sunset. Why? The, imagine a road that curves and winds through the mountains. Imagine there's no towns, no street lights, and imagine other drivers on the road. It can be kind of dangerous, especially on a motorcycle. Definitely not something you want to race along. Yeah. However, on this one day, he had been out longer than he thought he would and night started coming in. In fact, before he got too far, the night turned to a still and cold, his breath coming out in puffs of white smoke. The rutted gravel road wound up the mountain, and the darkness was so thick he could barely make out the trees along the sides. His bike creaked as he labored through the last stretch before reaching the skyline overlook. When he pulled to a stop, he heard nothing except his racing heart and a faint rustle in the underbrush. A shiver ran down the biker's spine. Something 
just didn't feel right. Grizz was not typically afraid of the dark. It was actually usually an ally, a shroud to hide him from prying eyes. He valued his privacy on these rides, but this darkness was different and he felt exposed and vulnerable. He felt like prey. The air was thick with an oppressive humidity, stifling every breath he took. Shadows danced around Grizz, alive with malice, as if daring him to come closer into an abyss. This wasn't just any ordinary darkness. It was something otherworldly, the kind that whispered twisted secrets, playing on your deepest fears. In that moment, Grizz knew he was truly alone, trapped in a void where nothing else existed but him and his motorcycle. He cautiously looked around, trying to see into the shadows that lined the path. His hand instinctively went to the 44 Magnum revolver tucked away in its holster beneath his jacket. He felt relieved knowing he could defend himself if necessary. The stars glittered brightly in the night sky, and he could make out some lights from the distance home down below in the valley. But they were too far to be of any assistance. So sitting on his motorcycle, Grizz was glad to have the weapon for assurance, but he remained wary of what may be lurking in the darkness. Totally off subject. Yeah. That's a cool name. What? Grizz. <laughs> it is pretty rugged and fits in with this story very well. So it was a good name for him to pick as a pen name. Yeah. Now it only took 10 minutes before Grizz felt the subtle tension in the air. His neck hair stood on end and his body tensed up as it did so many times during his 27 months in Iraq. This, he knew, was a sign that danger was nearby. The feeling of being watched with malicious intent crept over him like a fog. Grizz stepped cautiously away from his motorcycle to the overlook's edge and peered down the zizzing drop that seemed to reach to the Earth's core. He quickly backed up, his heart pounding in his chest. Behind him, lay a dense forest surrounded in ominous shadows cast by the moonlight. In front of him was the drop of no return. The motorcyclist nervously considered all of the potential dangers lurking. There could be meth users, bears, or worse. Anything could exist in these dark forests and have been seen from time to time. Grizz thought of switching on his motorcycle's headlamp to peer into the shadows, but quickly shook off that idea. The loud growl of its engines would only have been too conspicuous, and the light would only illuminate a small portion of the surroundings. He knew something was there. He heard the familiar noises of nocturnal animals, of the owls and the crickets, but nothing unusual. After what felt like an eternity, he decided it was best to head back down before his fear got any worse. 
He gripped the handle of his gun tightly, thankful for its reassuring weight and its ready use if any reckless trespasser became too daring. It was time to leave. Grizz swung his leg back over his trusty Suzuki and revved the engine. The loud hum was drowned out, though, by the cicadas, crickets, and other nocturnal crooners late at night in his rural area. He then saw beady eyes glinting at him from the brush of his headlights. He rode along the technically closed-off route of the motor vehicles back down the mountain. There were no other cars or people in sight, just Grizz and whatever creatures dared to cross his path. The headlights pierced the darkness, revealing rabbits, armadillos, and possums scurrying for safety. Grizz eased down on the throttle, keeping the speed limit of 30 miles per hour at bay and reducing it to 15, just to stay alert for any surprises on the dark road. It was then that a deer leaped across the road like a ghost. He only managed to swerve it just in time before colliding with the animal. If he crashed now, nobody would find him until morning, and that was not an option. Regaining control, he stopped his bike on the side of the road. He squinted, peering into the dense forest on the side of the mountain where the deer had gone into. A strange, hulking shape caught his eye, and he moved the motorcycle closer. Its eyes glowed like two amber moons in the darkness, and as Grizz crept nearer, he saw it was huge, easily more enormous than any deer he had ever seen before. The creature was almost the size of a moose. It lacked horns, so he knew it must be a doe. However, its head was more cow-like than deer-shaped. And its legs were so long and spindly like that of a maned wolf. It seemed impossible that such scrawny limbs were able to support the weight of such a humongous animal. Ice ran up Grizz's spine as he realized that what he was looking at was something between a deer and some unknown beast. It was a freak of nature, not quite any one species. It seemed almost too unnaturally perfect and too terrifying. The headlights illuminated the large animal standing in the middle of the road, blocking the way forward. Grizz was stopped about 30 feet away and saw its bright eyes reflecting back at him. They stared each other down, and Grizz could swear he could see the skin rippling on the creature's body, as if it was changing shape before his eyes. The biker motioned towards it with his arms, trying to make loud noises to shoo it away. He was trying not to get too close no closer than five feet away from the monstrosity. He knew there was a risk that he might spook it and send it running into him and his motorcycle. The animal didn't move for what seemed like an eternity. It didn't register any fear of the biker or his motorcycle. 
Grizz revved the engine of the bike and kept the headlights low, then aimed them up high, but nothing seemed to affect the creature. It ignored him completely. He pressed down on the throttle harder, hoping to scare whatever creature was blocking the way, yet it stayed put. Grizz honked the horn until his ears were ringing, yet still, there was no response. In exasperation, he parked the motorcycle on its stand and stepped away from it. Gathering all of his breath, he shouted at the top of his lungs. Yet, the animal showed no sign of budging, no fear. Instead, it seemed focused on some internal changes. Desperate for a solution, Grizz scanned for something to throw at it and hopefully scare it away. He reached down and gathered a large rock in the roadway. Noticing him now, the creature's chest swelled like an inflated balloon, almost like it was going to pop. Its eyes became solid as beady black marbles, and it stared back at him with an eerie human-like face. It was then that Grizz realized that the creature's eyes were on the front of its face, like a predator, and not on the side like a deer normally would. His hand instinctively moved towards the gun and he held his breath in fear. But then, something more unexpected happened. The creature started shaking its head like a dog who would have had a toy in its mouth. Then, it took one more step towards and galloped away in a peculiar, almost comical gait until it disappeared into the dark shadows away from Grizz. The biker revved the engine and felt the powerful vibrations reverberate through the motorcycle's frame. He took off and trees and bushes blurred past as he raced down the road, not even caring for the high rate of speed, just to make sure he got away. His heart pounded in his chest and cold sweat dripped down his forehead. He promised himself never to take Skyline Drive alone at night again. That one time was enough. Whatever the thing was he saw, it wasn't a deer and it wasn't from around here. Probably not even from this planet. It didn't understand what it was looking at, nor did Grizz comprehend its presence. Regardless of whatever the not deer was, Grizz felt it could go back to where it came from and stay there. Poor thing. Why did I know you were going to take sides of the not deer? Well, okay, look at it this way. What if it was a deer that was born, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Deformed? Yeah. Okay, that is a possibility, but we're talking about deformity of a deer now the size of a moose, eyes on the front of its head with sharp teeth. Maybe Mama had, you know, some fun with someone she shouldn't have. What, a shark? <laughs> All right, but let's discuss what really we're looking at. Chapter two. A baby deer. The not deer. Now, driving down a back road at night can be a truly eerie experience. The beam of the headlights only illuminates a small patch of road directly in front of you. 
making it nearly impossible to see what's lurking in the darkness beyond the light. As your car moves forward, the headlight's beam can create shadows that seem to move, making them appear to take a life of their own. If you're driving late one night down a quiet country street, you could have been lulled into a trance by the constant hum of tires against asphalt. Ah, that's what happens to me. Why does that scare me, especially since you work so late at night? Oh, you know this about me. Yeah, and it worries me every time. <laughs> but Goldie Ann, out of the corner of your eye, have you ever spotted a white-tailed deer standing in the middle of the road? On the side of the road. Okay. Well, would it jolt you awake, gripping the steering wheel with both hands and slamming on the brake with all of your might? Well, no. But I'd be ready for it to jump out at me. Well, the deer darts away as quickly as it appears, leaving behind you as a relieved driver, mouthing thanks to the heavens that the deer didn't crash into your car. But what if you took a second look at that deer and noticed something not right about it? Everything about it appears like a deer, but then not all deer. The mysterious knot deer is an urban legend native to the Appalachian regions of North America. Still, they have been spotted all over the continent. Unfortunately, there are only a few written accounts of the knot deer, and as with most folklore, stories about them are often told verbally rather than being written down. The knot deer is a creature that defies explanation. It is more prominent than a typical deer, with physical proportions that are more similar to that of a moose. They can run at breakneck speeds up to 30 miles per hour, Ooh. which leaves most onlockers in an amazement and terror, the creature almost being a blur. The knot deer possesses forward-facing predator eyes and in some rare cases walk on their hind legs. People who have had the misfortune of encountering these beasts have reported observing not only a terrifying fury, but also a higher level of intelligence than seen in other animals. These creatures seem capable of reasoning and making decisions based on conscious thought rather than animal instinct. That's cool. Well, it's also terrifying that an animal that's as smart as you are the most peculiar thing about them is that they appear unafraid of humans. There have been numerous accounts of people encountering the knot deer while strolling in the woods or driving down a dark country road at night. And instead of fleeing from the oncoming car or the startled person, the creature stands and stares directly back at, with their own eyes. When it comes to the mysterious knot deer, many theories have been offered as to what it might be. Chronic wasting disease, or CWD, is a condition that can affect deer and their relatives. It causes them to act strangely and eventually die. Uh -huh. Symptoms of this horrible disease include stumbling, listlessness, drooling, aggression, and no fear of humans, much like that of the knot deer. Though CWD-stricken deer have attacked no one, encounters with this wasting, rotting disease are unsettling and could mistake them for monsters. 
other than this disease, other explanations are much more colorful and even more frightening. One of the most popular explanations suggests that a knot deer is actually a modern equivalent of the Navajo skinwalker. Uh-oh. A witch with the power of transformation who can take the shape of a deer and then use them for malicious purposes. Mm, you know how I feel about Indian folklore. Well, this I one definitely believe... ties into it since it is part of the Appalachian Mountains. I do love me some Indian folklore. Okay. Well, this theory explains why some people have reported an unparalleled level of intelligence in the not deer and their boldness around humans. If this isn't a Native American creature, other explanations of the not deer point to the supernatural. Some believe that these creatures may be supernatural entities that exist between our world and the spirit or demon world, coming into our realm from time to time to make mischief or bring warnings. These could be interdimensional travelers from another universe or plane of existence. In this place, the laws of physics do not apply, so these creatures cannot understand and roam free, completely deformed and changed by their experience. There have also been reports of spectral, not deer sightings, in which people describe deer-like creatures as eerie, glowing shapes in the darkness. Like the specter moose. Uh, yeah, a more deformed version of the specter moose. This could be explained by a phenomenon known as biomagnetic emissions, where electrical signals produced by a living creature's brain can cause unusual lights or sound. So these creatures have an ability to generate an electrical field around themselves that causes them to look so monstrous. It is also possible that this could be some form of a paranormal activity such as a poltergeist or a ghost deer. It is impossible to know just what it is that people are experiencing when they see a not deer, or if these creatures even exist at all. Well, I mean, I still think it's deformed deer. The most scientific I mean, or logical reasoning would be that this is a sick deer. Yeah, I mean, they haven't attacked anyone. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Well, as the popularity of not deer becomes more and more, you know there's going to be people who are going to go out and try and look for one of these. And when we go out and look for things, we get into trouble. Well. And trouble with one of these types of creatures could end very badly. And it is impossible to know just what it is that people are experiencing when they see a not deer. All we have to go on are rumors and secondhand accounts. So until someone gets proof of their existence, they will remain shrouded in mystery. Regardless of what one believes about its origin, it is clear that an encounter with a not deer is never a pleasant experience. Not even for Goldie Ann. What? You don't know this. Uh, don't tell me how to live my life. The not deer can be strangely fearless and hostile towards humans who come too close, Goldie Ann. Uh -huh. Reports suggest that they are sometimes seen lurking around farms, waiting for their chance to snatch away animals or children or too kind-hearted of women. <laughs> okay, let's go back to the whole rumors and stuff. They don't know this. 
I still don't believe Bigfoot is going to be mean. He might just need a hug. I'm just going to get the missing posters printed up now. I'm just saying. Save some time. I'm just saying. Anyways. Did you not ask for my opinion? I did ask for your opinion, and I should have known it was a mistake when I did it. So it's all my fault. But before we go, I want to remind everyone that we are on social media and would love to hear your stories and opinions about the not deer. You can reach us on our Facebook page, Within the Mist Podcast, and we're also on Instagram and have an email at withinthemistpodcast at gmail.com for any of you who would like to share. We hope you enjoyed our story of the not deer, and we'll come again for another episode. Until then, explore that dark, shadowy forest and remain constantly curious. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, guys.